0: never to be seen again good all right welcome back to the jerks in the fourth row podcast finally the dog and i are back in the same room together hey hey, home what's up it's just good to be back uh before we get into today's topic we just want to paint the scene for everyone here though we are the audio might sound better as of right now we are surrounded by two sleeping dogs about 15 Bluetooth devices. We're gonna be getting a little bit into music today, so even though it sounds good now, we can make no guarantees for what this what the next forty five minutes or so is about to be. But dog, I'm just glad to be back here with you in person. Yeah,
1: it's man. What was the last one we did? Actually, the last one we did got lost into space because yeah. Phil's, Phil's computer actually recently crashed. Yeah. And uh, we uh, we lost a couple of, of ones that we did in person actually.
0: Yeah. So they're out there in the ether, in the digital ether somewhere. But Facebook
1: uh, owns them. They have that somewhere. No, yeah. I'm just kidding.
0: Hopefully they won't use it against us in an upcoming election, but uh, uh, not that that matters anyways. Anyways, today we're here not to talk politics, but to talk about um, music and our what is it? Our association with some some of these songs um, as they relate to movies.
1: Yeah, so I guess my I have like a an affinity for like like music association. Like I'm I'm fascinated how sounds trigger memories like just like smells do but for me sounds trigger a lot of memories so i guess the idea of the podcast is we are going to be playing some songs that are associated with movies but not only associated with movies but memories and stories and experiences we've had so the idea is that the the sound of the song so for 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 easy sake that my heart will go on right will trigger your experience with Titanic and then that will, you know, lead on to something wherever your brain goes with Titanic, that's the association Mm -hmm. that we're trying to touch upon.
0: Yep. So right, we so what we're gonna do over the next forty five minutes or so is play a song for each other. We've we've both come up with five different songs that we have related to movies and we're gonna try and see if the other person, the other dog, the other jerk, can figure out what that movie is related to. So much like Tim said, you play Celine Dion, boom, you, okay, that's Titanic. And all right, so we have two, two of these Bluetooth speakers uh, hooked up, we're t- gonna try to keep it to about two, two and a half minutes to each song to, to keep this short. But um, uh, I think I think everyone knows the rules by now. So. And if
1: not, you're gonna get it as you go. Yeah. I think this is gonna be something we might use in some interviews we do just to kinda, again, I, I think the, the the process of association is amazing in the brain. Uh, so we're gonna see what we come up with all uh, right
0: so let me go first okay, I got okay. I've got my first one Alrighty. we are there's about nine of us sharing internet so you might hear a little bit of delay between the, <laughs> the actual song and when we play it but want to hear want to know what you think of when this song <laughs>
1: I mean, I first off, I've seen Rich Ashcroft live do that song, so I love the song. So it's I have a lot of different associations with it. Not for a Le, for some reason, Leo pops into my head. No, no, I, like I was gonna say the beach for some reason.
0: Um, I mean, I don't. No, I, don't I don't think, think it's, think in, the it's in the beach. I don't no. think it is, but the the one the one in particular. So, you know. Is is the movie Cruel Intentions? Cruel, I was gonna, so I was picturing Ryan Phillippe as well. Okay. So I was
1: gonna go either Beach or Ryan. Phili- like I was actually right there.
0: There's there's a there's a scene at the end of Cruel Intentions where like all the shit hits the fan. They find out all the the conspiracies and the secrets that are going on, and this and Sarah Michelle Geller, I believe is in. The, I I can't remember exactly. I should should have done more research. But this at the end, that's the song that they yeah. play. No, I I. Uh, See,
1: I absolutely. I so I pictured that in my head. Like I was trying to picture where it was. I can't say I've seen the movie *Cruel Intentions* so many times. Like I feel like that's that that's one that was so taboo for me as a young kid that I was like I didn't see it until I was a little bit older. Yeah. So I didn't have like those core associations with it. Um. But I, I definitely I can remember the song. But again, my personal associations is seeing him live play that and yeah the guy the the band is Verve. Um, but it's Rich, Rich Ashcroft. He opened up for Coldplay. He's like, he's just talking shit the whole time and be like, can you write a fucking, can, who writes a fucking perfect song? And then he goes on. Anyways, uh, but all right. So that's, that's my a, association.
0: That's It's it's just a song that anytime I hear it, I think of that movie. Clearly, I can't remember scene by scene what it is. I just think of that movie. That's the association. Yep. So, all right, let's get into your first one. All right, so mine,
1: mine are, see, I actually, so does, mine i i'm hoping you definitely know which movies they're from
0: see i thought you would get that first one I was...
1: no i you have to understand mine means like i pair music with everything in my life so like i chose very specific songs that i feel like are not really elsewhere besides this okay. movie as much um so let me see here what what actually which one did i want to start i had them actually all right this is the one i want to start out with
0: I know this. I know like, this. Like, I feel...
1: I thought this one... I, all right, so... I, I asked Phil to stump me a little bit, so... Yeah, we're, we're, But we're, I thought this a, was a given. I thought this was...
0: We've got a healthy, brotherly competition going on here. So we're it, not... I we're,
1: feel like if I told you the name of the song, you would get it in a minute.
0: I mean, is it The Matrix?
1: No. But, I mean, not a terrible guess, but it's... I think it's before, actually, The Matrix. <laughs> think of, like, the the... Chemical Brothers like the Harding techno action movies. okay right you, get, you just gotta drop it I'll give me. you the name the name of the song is Blood Rave
0: oh so Blade Blade oh man I, I can't believe I didn't I get that I feel
1: like that was one I like the I was just like was gonna pop into your head like okay It's gotta be Well Matrix is a good guess
0: Yeah But I The only one The only scene I was thinking That it could be from the Matrix Is at the beginning Of the first one Where Neo's like Out in the clubs Yeah Right Exactly Before he's even Neo You know Mr. Anderson's out in the club Right 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 and uh, but yeah no you, you got me on that one. Homie, but.
1: I, I I could have sworn that. Would now have that just, you say
0: it, it makes sense. And now that I say the verb, it makes sense. Well, no, I
1: mean you bring up because the where your brain went was the crazy parties in the Matrix, maybe the underground party yeah. where they're all dancing, and that is essentially kind of this a very similar scene to the blood rave. What that Blade walks in and they're all all the vampires are being showered in blood and they're just going nuts as if it's the <laughs> end of the world. So honestly, I, see, that's what I'm curious and fascinated in, is your brain went somewhere with it. Yeah. So like you're like, all right, what party okay, scene? Yeah, in-
0: it's got to be a club party scene. Club
1: party scene in an action movie around that time. Matrix is a good guess. All right. So that's, all right. So this is where the podcast, I'm hoping is going is like, we can make little links like that,
0: but. Okay. Th- right. This one, I thought this one might be the one, this next one here mm-hmm. might be the one that tricks you. Maybe it's not. Well, you already tricked me. Well, I I didn't I wasn't expecting to. All right, here we go. So I'm going to play this one here. And as soon as I get the volume up.
2: Please.
0: a hand motion and see if it sparks anything.
2: Oh, see, I've never
1: seen the
2: movie. Uh, all right, so now
0: you're, its the John Keys I don't even—I've never seen the movie. It's called Say Anything. Say Anything. And it's the scene where he is outside of—I I know he, the scene. Iona skies. I've right? never seen
1: the movie. I think because I've seen that scene so many times.
0: Yeah. So it's that that whole movie, which is a great movie, like it's more than just that scene, but that is the at the end when he's trying to get her back, when he's trying to like, you know, he's, it's been he stands outside. Of, it's oh been yeah, made
1: fun of in every single Family Guy, or right? Whatever uh, mock show, you know, John
0: Cusack's arms, like uh, how they don't fall off, just holding that holding that boombox. I think above. he's
1: getting rained upon as well.
0: I don't think there's rain it, no. again.
1: It might have. Well, they my, again, I, my brain. Is going to all the things that have made fun of it, yeah. like always sunny. I think has done it oh, at yeah. one point, like so. I, I, but that's the thing. I haven't seen the movie, so my brain didn't really go there.
0: You should, you should go see the movie. It's pretty funny. I can't help but think of like a few of my friends. I mean, like, that's when I Cusack see,
1: in his prime, arguably as I, I mean, understand. it's early
0: Cusack. He's 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 supposed to be a high school kid. I mean, it's one of those right. ones where like he's probably really like twenty four in the movie, <laughs> but he's like this like karate that's kickboxing. He's he's supposed to be like. He's supposed to be like the outcast who's not supposed to get the, you know, the the girl who's going to Harvard or wherever she's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's into weird things like the trench coat. Or yeah, he's, he, he like, wears the trench coat. He's right? into weird things like karate and kickboxing like at, so in 89, this movie was in 89. Like those were like seen to be like weird things. Like this is before like I think like the goth era and Yeah, right. But he's basically supposed to be like that type of weirdo and he gets the girl, loses the girl that song comes in boom gets the girl back
1: well I'll have to remember that all right so what what do we got for you next all right I think this one's gonna be easy and here we go
0: That's too easy. What? Go for it. Mrs. Downfire.
1: Yeah. Dude well, looks
0: like a lady. Yeah. Of all course. right.
1: So tell me, what, where does your brain go? Where, I mean, where are you when you're watching that? Right
0: now, we are in the Mickey Mouse room up at the lake house. I don't know if we said that earlier. My brain goes right downstairs to the living room, watching it for the millionth time. The montage where he's. He's cooking. He's you know he's right, doing he's he's the the
1: the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, he's, he's doing almost something.
0: doing like his risky business. His the Robin Williams form of like the risky business, like you know where Tom Cruise is in his underwear. So
1: first off, it starts him going to his brother, his his gay brother, who's like uh he works in Hollywood or something doing masks. Yeah, and he has him make a mask and like turn him into him. And
2: oh, David, <laughs> I'm so
1: proud of you. Like, is I don't know where that guy is now. Probably dead of throat cancer. Uh. But. <laughs> So, he was I was in mean, Independence Day as well Oh crap
0: uh, What's his name? I don't it's know It's like Harvey he, something He
1: just had the scratchiest voice But it was just Phil and I love montages I love Mrs.
0: Doubtfire I love montages I love Robin Williams everything about that of course that of course I'm gonna get that one
1: it was killing me so we're doing currently we're working on an interview series right now and you were interviewing Terry about Mrs. Doubtfire it's killing me not to be able to get in yeah. with it so I had to bring this up because awesome it's it's a lake classic if you've been to our lake house within you know between 1994 and 2010 you probably saw it like five times
0: mm-hmm. easy one and I think I got an easy one for you right here so you ready for number I'm three? ready I'm ready for okay. this
2: This motherfucker's read about I touch on the shit that they be leaving out I seen this motherfucker's non smoking I seen the same nigga with the nine die with his eyes open And simply what this theme says He didn't know that every dog had his day until he seen his I bet you motherfuckers will too Because dog it's time motherfuckers die motherfuckers
1: first off dope soundtrack mm-hmm. office space uh is is one of the best so this is the Dingo, scene you got it this it's one of the opening scenes that no 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 no, no. this is when they're destroying the copy. exactly um but so my memory of that is also up here I, that was one i couldn't watch it was r-rated so these are what 1998 90, uh, 99 maybe 99 yep. office, so office space again this was like rated r and i one that I had, somehow I was allowed to listen to the music, but I wasn't allowed to see the movie, <laughs> Yeah, which was always kind of like a, you know, a uh, contrast in, in my life. Like, I wasn't allowed to see the R-rated movie, but I was listening to Eminem and DMX and Bust. Right. Yeah. Anyways, but my, uh, so my brain actually goes up here. I think it was like you and Joe Stopa or oh, someone yeah. yep. uh, had, had watched it and- I remember this, yeah. And for some reason, and again, I wasn't allowed to, so I thought it was just like- That's the thing. Your movie experiences you had. Sometimes I was a little kid, just looking up, being like, "Come on!" Like Austin Powers, I had to sneak that Mm -hmm. in the basement. I was eight years old, and mom wouldn't let me see it, but I had to
0: know what was going on. I had that same thing. I mean, with our older cousins, like if they were watching, like a like this sounds lame, but like a Ghostbusters or even Dumb and Dumber, like back in the day, like those were stuff five five years before that we just wasn't allowed to do. Another
1: one up here that I wasn't allowed to watch was Ace Ventura. Yeah well yeah ace ventures so do you remember our our living room was rearranged and the tv was against the wall with the yeah and uh we had the old crappy zenith tv right and uh yeah mom thought him talking out of his using his butt to talk was so inappropriate i
0: like, didn't realize so the first time i saw ace venture and you remember when he like he's re- returning like the or he's he's the postman or like yeah, he's a yeah. he's a ups guy or yeah. something and he and like he delivers a package and the girl's like oh i don't know how to thank you like i thought she was trying to tackle i didn't realize what was going on in that Wait, it scene. wasn't a
1: girl it was a guy with like he takes the dog he it's a decoy he steals the dog right the yeah yeah
0: but anyways there's like a sexual scene in there that i just it was way well, over my head the after fact that, that,
1: that finkel is einhorn and then you see finkel's bulge yeah, right you know i mean
0: that's pretty if you haven't seen a bulge by now then <laughs> I, just, I just feel sorry I just for it. Feel sorry for you <laughs> <laughs> All right, I feel sorry for anyone who's happened to listen to us do this. All right, Doug, what's the, what's the next one? So my next one, let's
1: see. My number three that I set up here. So I had, I had some pretty good um, honorable mentions, which we'll get to later. Okay. But here we go. Number three, Doug. Okay. All we are is-
0: You're my boy. You're
2: my boy. <laughs> I thought dog, this, one, this
0: one was an honorable mention. Not even an honorable mention. This one was definitely one that I thought about. I didn't think you'd have this one on your list. I just didn't go with it because I, I didn't think it would trick you at all. Didn't trick me. Old school. Will Ferrell. I mean, it's just it just reminds me of going into co- like that, that was the movie that came out when we went into college. And yeah, it was... It was just the, so, one of the funniest scenes in the entire movie. So I guess for
1: some reason, my I, this is another one that I wasn't allowed to watch when mom was around. Makes sense. Uh, but you and dad who were just like, it's so funny. I, we you have to see it. Yeah. So like, one
0: weekend when she was away, we had watched it, but <laughs> yeah, we couldn't deprive you of deprive you of like maybe a top five funniest movie of all time.
1: It's a really good song, honestly. Actually, Fief. My so where my memory goes with this is I saw this and look, first off. I thought it was one of the funniest movies of all time at the time. Yeah. I thought it was just the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Um, but then uh, being a guitar player, that's a cool little lick. Yeah. Uh, and I actually had... It's Kansas, right? It's Kansas, yeah. right? Dust in the Wind. And actually I actually had Fief, Uncle, our Uncle Phil, f- teach me the the rhythm, uh, and which I actually use my fingers today when I play guitar. But it's all from... Because I had to learn this song that's actually... Oh, it's I, all plucking, right? Is a, yeah, and it's a different difficult pattern. But Thief taught me it, and... Uh, but it's amazing how <laughs> movies like that can just introduce you, even though it's a joke. I love that song. It's a
0: great song. It's a great song. All right, what are we on? My number four? Mm-hmm. It's a great movie, too. Okay, I'm going to play this one here. Let's start this over. <laughs>
1: absolutely i i feel like happy gilmore of course absolutely that's a movie that's got a lot of songs you probably could have played but that no that's definitely that's when he is that the beginning It's the beginning it's It's the the opening opening. credits yeah Yeah. so he it's you know typical adam sandler in that in that time period um but uh no i mean happy gilmore is full of those classic kind of i don't know yeah, he Adam loves Sandler, play- he loves that, like, 70s, 70s 80s. 80s. Yeah.
0: Probably stuff that he grew up on. And probably
1: introduced me to a good bit. I was actually, I almost chose one from uh, Billy Madison. Good Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> when he's, like, sitting outside his, his yeah. car, he thinks, and stroke, and stroke me. <laughs> stroke me. Stroke <laughs> me.
2: <laughs> Is that
1: White Snake or something? I don't even know. Like, But it's just, he actually, you know, actually, and I mentioned in an earlier podcast, Wedding Singer helped me understand the so 80s that's
0: why i chose this song because i never even knew about leonard skinner yeah. before i heard be, before i watched the opening scene of happy happy gilmore yeah
1: oh and when that's exactly right where my brain went for sure
0: i think i only knew uh like one skinner's song what was, what was it free bird uh, or from, sweet, yeah, home, like, sweet home alabama right, i just knew like the kind of like the they're almost popular rock songs and then this yeah. kind of got me into like a little bit that second cut this, this so second it, tier of, of uh skinner songs. interesting skin, and then i went right to napster and downloaded like napster. everything everything skinner I could. phil
1: and i another nap we would sit up in this room and download individual songs that took 45 minutes to download oh, yeah. on Napster. Oh, yeah, but it
0: was free. Some 41. Not, not to mention it would blow your computer up into fire flames. <laughs> <but>
1: <laughs> playing stick death online while, while, <laughs> stick while stick downloading death. Napster. Uh, but uh, interesting point with Leonard Skinner. So stick I thought back. about using Sweet Home Alabama or mm-hmm. Freebird. Uh, Freebird is force Gump, but that's where mine goes. My yep. mind. But Sweet Home Alabama, but they've used it in other other movies but sweet home alabama is used so much where, where would your brain go for sweet i home? mean
0: only because i recently saw that, that Con air no 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 what it, i've actually seen one since then it's the movie is called sweet home alabama. sweet home exactly. alabama it's exactly. with reese witherspoon crystal and i watched it probably about a month ago so oh man
1: i con air has been on our on our family's minds so.
0: i know i know i if if i had if i was the uh i don't know i don't know how to say it but I should. It should be Con Air. It shouldn't be a, a rom com, but that's that's where you know, that's where my head goes with that one. Brad. But that's, just because of recency, so
1: skin those songs have been used, but this one is very much Happy Gilmore. That's honestly the only, I don't even listen to that song. I'll listen to Free Bird by itself, but that song is Happy Tuesday's Gilmore. Beyond. Yeah, yep. absolutely. All right,
0: what do we got? You uh, you should be on number four
1: now. Okay, so this one is a little bit of a might stump you. Okay, so um. I want to talk about it. So here we go.
0: Departed. bam you got it it's the scene where leo and his therapist are in the rain it's the sex scene between leo, leo and his, his therapist and in the well it's raining out and he's quote-unquote all are uh, as vulnerable is as your, ever
1: is your vulnerability for real
0: yeah and I, I think it is and then yeah they just two two milky thin bodies come together and in hard bodies <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, it's it's. I remember it. I saw it in the theaters. So, I've seen it a hundred times since. It's Van Morrison doing a Pink Floyd song. Mm-hmm. Comfortably, uh, comfortably Numb. numb right? And, I,
1: I learned that actually it's Roger Waters is playing it with him. So oh, he that's is? the base. Yeah, okay. I, which I didn't know until I actually looked it It sounds up. like a live cut, too. It, is. Just it is. It is. Yeah. It's actually Roger Waters doing The Wall, and he had Van Morrison come join him because David Gilmore is no longer willing to do...
0: Anyways, it uh,
1: was to work with Roger Waters. It,
0: some of those covers... Uh, that I wouldn't say it's better than the original "Comfortable Numb," but it's it's its own song. So like I chose like, this much be- like John Mayer does, like a "Free Fallin'" or like, oh, who does who does another cover? I can't think of I one. i Johnny
1: Cash. Hurt. Uh, oh, bam!
0: Perfect. Uh-huh. Like sometimes they're almost a different song. Nine Inch Nails cover. Where they do it, you know. Well, yeah, uh,
1: but I did this because it annoys the shit out of me. So I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan, and Van Morrison was one of those. Like, so Dad always, my arf, Dad. Is a huge Van Morrison fan, and I it was like you know when you're a kid and you hear your dad's music and just like oh it's so annoying, and it was just kind of like a lot of Irish music, so I have a bad sure. association with his voice. So you, you just
0: don't like Van Morrison, period.
1: Yes, the voice. Like, sheep It's just like so like throaty or something. I don't know. I just don't like it. But anyways, it, it it's one of my favorite movies. And I think they use it because he's an Irish guy. It's a Boston movie. Oh, yeah. Clearly.
0: Clearly. Yeah, Yeah, that's why they're using that one. Yeah. So, I I mean... mean, I think they play... Don't they play what's the one? Uh, Dropkick Murphys. I feel like they play in that. Yeah, like they they were really hammering home like the Irish mafia type, yeah, exactly. Irish mob in that. Exactly. And yeah, no doubt that's. Why I they play I personally
1: there. think it was a poor choice of score or choice of song there, but uh, I mean he's comfortably
0: numb. I don't I, know. I mean an well, Irish with an Irish brogue in the back. I, I get Van it. Morrison no, listen, and,
1: yeah. I totally get it. But I, personally, I just I'm not. A, I've a, watched that movie recently, which it's so good yeah first and it's also inspiring another podcast idea which i might okay. mention to you later all right so am i on
0: my fifth one already it's, i feel like we're cruising through here i don't yeah. have a timer in front of me but
1: let's see yeah you're on your fifth one okay
0: let me cue this up then
1: no problem we're at 25 minutes so we're in good beautiful
0: shape. this is not like us homie see we'll, we get so much more done when we're in person here. yeah we can just yeah. kind of move along yep. keep things moving mm-hmm. all right moving. last one for me here then Blinded by the
2: light Wrapped up like a douche Another runner in the night Blinded by the light Wrapped up like a douche Another runner in the night
0: First off, I think the movie you're looking for is Blow. Yes. Yep, you got it. Um,
1: I believe it is also in Boogie Nights. Oh
0: yeah, yes, yeah.
1: Um, I believe it's in Boogie Nights and it might be Are they both used in montages? I believe so. That's that's a great montage. So there's attention.
0: a drug so one is a drugs montage with cocaine and the other is a porn mo- montage with Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure there's some cocaine in there too. Okay. Alright, yeah. <laughs> so lots so, of cocaine. I don't know if that's with man <laughs> for man, you know, if if that's what their intention is. Blinded by the was.
1: white, maybe instead of blinded by the light.
0: Who knows? Oh that seems to be a drug and sex anthem. I'm not sure if they uh, meant for that to happen, but No,
1: it's a class but Blow I feel like is associated with that movie. For sure. Um, it's you know, as he's uh, as Johnny Depp is like it's a good time for them it's yeah. like which is a super dark movie so this is kind of the song that right. highlights the good times that they're having in early he's got drug the business dealing he's days. got
0: money everywhere he's like I think one of the quotes he says during this montage is you know if you smoked or if, if you snorted cocaine in the 80s there's an 85% chance that right. it came from us or yeah we had. and then he's he's in this with his business partner he is in a room, and they're like walking over stacks of money, trying like fighting over whether it's two and a half million or three million that they just counted. They're just like, "Fuck! Like, who cares? Like, they have that much money that."
1: So I I saw that first time uh, in my freshman dorm room with a with a group of people in a tight little dorm room and uh, blow blow yep. So that was, I mean, it's a great movie. It's super dark. Um, I think it's probably Johnny Depp's.
0: Might be his best performance. I think. I think by far. It's like it might be. It's like one of the movies where he's not in complete white face, and <laughs> he actually pulls off that and that one where he played Whitey Ford too. Oh, I don't Black Mass. Yeah, Black Matter. So for Black whatever House. reason, Johnny Depp. I just
1: don't think it was that good.
0: Ha- no, I, I thought he played a good Whitey Ford, I think for Whitey, not Bulger. Being, Whitey Bulger. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Whitey Bulger. Right. For for not Boston for movie. not being a Boston guy, I think he's got a great Boston accent.
1: Yeah, no, I honestly I think his very accents... Few, very few do. I'll take it over Alec Baldwin in, in oh, the yeah. Depp. Oh my god! Or Marky Mark is so heavy. He's from he lays it on so heavy. But no, that that movie. So I could get into a couple of stories because that movie's dark, and I had a buddy of mine. In my dorm room, who you know, how freshman year there's a bunch of wild kids, mm-hmm. and there's some you know different things being tried out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a couple anyways, of montages, a couple of montages, and this kid <laughs> loved Blow and uh, the movie Blow. Uh, and uh, anyways, he would just watch it and just get really sad about it. And I just like <laughs> I was that's my association with the movie. But yeah, there you go. I think it's a great movie, but it also just for me has that dark connotation because I was kind of watching someone like who wasn't gonna make it the rest of college you know watch this movie and maybe see some parallels in themselves
0: but there you go see i think your associations are much deeper i'm like okay here's the movie like yeah maybe here, we, i was watching it here whatever but like i just i'm taken when i hear these songs i'm taken back to the movie whereas you i think you go the next step deeper you're going into like what is going on well, who in showed, life at the who, time. who showed
1: like, me the movie because that's really honestly why i think my brain works like this is like i can go through the years and tell you what songs were going on, based because mm. I, I really like kind of picture a soundtrack when I'm in my memories. Yeah. Like, I also like was always wearing the T-shirts of the bands I was into, so it's kind of yeah. I don't know. Music for me is just it just takes me a lot of places. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, it, takes it, me it there, goes man. without
0: saying this this whole idea was Dog's brainchild, and you know.
1: So anyway, well, we're talking getting to my last one before okay. we get into like honorable mentions and stuff like that. Um, so this one is real easy
0: but classic ok so right now yeah ok we'll do a recap after.
2: here oh my god <laughs>
0: ok I noticed in the last two choices. Women are taking their clothes off in, <laughs>
2: in, in your last two choices. Wait, but
0: this is coming from Christmas Vacation, obviously, where Chevy Chase is having the fantasy of the bra saleswoman in, in her back, in his backyard, diving into a pool. A woman that's not there, a pool that's not there. And but yet, in his fantasy, he's still picturing
1: his cousin Eddie as just like a piece of shit. Like <laughs> right. he's walking around flippers, right. like on he the diving He can't even board. have like
0: his own fantasies to himself without yeah. cousin Eddie. Exactly. He's in.
1: cheersing it, like he like, shakes it off and goes back to it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the most funny scenes in in the movie, like he's having the fantasy and like in true stick form, like she flicks off her bathing suit and then it, you actually see in real life the bathing suit hit off the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. So Christmas Vacation, I don't know if we actually said it. But well, it's yeah, our fa-
1: it's our family movie. So we watch this every single year. So even though this was an inappropriate movie I was allowed to watch because the entire family would right. gather at Graham's right. house. In this tiny room there'd be twenty something oh, yeah. people. By, by the
0: time we'd flick this on, you know, we had already gone through a couple of things at eggnog. So I mean, <laughs> you know, whatever. Eight year old Tim could go ahead and
1: <laughs> I was all jacked up on eggnog and sugar cookies. <laughs> No, but I, I i mean this was just a a, a a movie that has kept our our family just uh, it's a running joke in our family and we're, we're
0: telling jokes like this and i mean it's the summer right now when we're recording this and i'm sure i think mary beth texted me the other day because she has a she has an rv, an RV right and i asked her, i told her to make sure that the shitter wasn't full like we are just it's a movie that's christmas but it's something that goes throughout the whole just like the jelly month club we get we get jokes out of it the oh, the whole year old, through that's
1: the gift that keeps on giving mm-hmm. the entire year Clark. <laughs> that's it you're I somewhat mean, you're better
0: with the quotes alright so yeah so I mean great one dog I think what did I get four or five you got I missed the first I you missed, missed the
1: ma- Blood Rave right from Blade but that's honestly the where why you went there is understandable
0: I, I wish I would have gotten that I
1: point. didn't try to after after that, I really didn't try to stump you too hard um, I did some of my honorable mentions were meant to stump you
0: okay all right, so we'll, we can get into those right now. We'll just do a quick recap. Um, Dog, I think you went three for five. Um, the two, the I'm first, ashamed. the first two that you missed were the verb "bittersweet symphony" from the movie *Cruel Intentions*. We then have Peter Gabriel "In Your Eyes" from the movie *Say Anything*. Ghetto Boys, the song is somehow called "Still," hmm. and that's from *Office Space*. Leonard Skinner "Tuesday's Gone", Happy Gilmore, and then the last one, which we kind of rocked out, maybe longer than we should have. Yeah, it's fine. I not apologizing. Mm-hmm. Manfred Mann, blinded by the light, in the movie Blow, and then you also knew it from Boogie Nights.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's also in. I feel like it's in a Sandler movie too. That's why I thought it was Sticks. I might, you might have heard me say, I was like, is this Sticks? Like, because it's very, it's got that I think ELO, Electro Light Orchestra or Sticks, you know, feel yeah, to it. Yeah,
0: Manfred Mann was kind of like Bruce Springsteen meets ELO kind of deal. like I. Bruce Springsteen might have even written that song. We'll have to, we'll yes. have to check with it. You.
1: you I'm sure that you did because I heard on Storytellers him tell him Bruce Springsteen tell the story of writing that song okay alright so, so I'm okay. making
0: shit up and it turns out to be You're truth, absolutely right. true absolutely right so my,
1: my run through real quick number one was Blood Rave of Blade 1998 Dude Looks Like a Lady Mrs. Doubtfire 97 three was oh Dust in the Wind old school yep. Kansas uh, I think that was 2000 or wait no 2003 three, three. mm-hmm uh four was van morrison and roger waters comfortably numb and then mele kalikimaka is by bing crosby really yep uh i would have
0: said i would have said elvis on that but
1: uh well elvis really didn't write any of his own music he
0: just kind of had like that hawaiian thing like going for a while i'm sure he i mean he seemed like towards the end that he would sell out and write a christmas
1: yeah no true um but that was 1989 so All of ours, usually, so Phil and I have been noticing so many of our choices are from the years 1997 to 2004, 2005. In
0: in some of our pre-production movies, we're just like, were we only watching, like, did we just see, it's one, one of two things. We either were quarantined for seven years and we didn't know it and watched every single movie, or... What, I, the it, movies were just that great. It might have been that time of year. Like what? Like no, we. I, well,
1: not only were they pumping out movies, they are somehow accessible to see. Like there's way more content now than there was back. Oh, then. for sure. Yeah. So there's a lot of movies we're of course not seeing or keeping up with. Um, but back then I feel like it was a part of. You know, it was a. It was a. Uh, uh, a part of pop culture that was so uh, widespread and shared by kind of different everybody you know what I, mean? I that's I why I was so hungry and... to to see the Austin Powers because I wanted to know what the joke was but like I
0: think I'm... at the same time we were at an age where we were hungry like to go do all these things like we had right. the energy to you know two-hour basketball practice then go to the movies then right. you know whatever on the weekends you know hang out with our friends and watch more I just think that it was like the time of it was our formative years that this happened so I think that that goes into it but if you show like if you show like, uh, someone from today's generation Movies from back then, like they still know these movies, like they relate. Whereas when we were growing up, if someone showed us a movie from like the 70s, it was like a hit or miss, right?
1: And I think that probably has to do with technology and the quality too, because it's difficult sometimes. I've been watching a lot of old De Niro stuff and uh, like Taxi Driver, and, uh, mm-hmm. um, and he it's just the quality of everything is just kind of scratching and like a little bit, it's just not as smooth,
0: right? And we know that a lot of these actors too, we know them in their second act, like we know we don't know de niro and hoffman and pacino as like younger actors we know them as kind of like older mobster actors so like you know like a movie like uh uh, what was the one that just came out the scorsese one that came out on netflix irishman irishman though we like relate to those characters rather than like the young radicals like that they used to be here right Um,
1: but no I, i but for some reason i think why were those we're, we're gonna continue this to explore yeah, this yeah this
0: might be another podcast so but w- let's let's get your honorable mentions honorable we'll mentions wrap up. so I didn't
1: I don't have them queued up I was gonna use uh, air sexy boy would you know what that's so uh, sexy boy it's from 10 things I hate about you okay so it's when the papers fall down the the uh they, they're gonna I, throw the party anyways that, that one would've reasons, stumped me that one would've stumped yeah me. that was one to stump you but that for some reason that is like ingrained in my memory is like Mm-hmm. 10 Things I Hate About You for some reason is just like yeah like was was is deep-seated in me somewhere for some reason uh, what else I was gonna do Aaliyah Are You That Somebody,
0: Somebody. I, uh, Nutty Professor
1: Dr. Doolittle Dr. Doolittle alright so this is, goes back to an earlier podcast where we talked about Nutty Professor Two In the Clumps mm-hmm. it had a great soundtrack but has nothing to do with the film gotcha. like Aaliyah and Timbaland Are You That Somebody nothing to do with do, Dr. Doolittle but but when you watch the video it's just like doc does eddie murphy in the background on a lab coat for some reason they associated the two and i did i have o-
0: loved Leah, rest in peace
1: and then i was also on my last one i was gonna do which uh uh was redbone come and get your love come and get your um, love so i know on a
0: previous podcast and the only reason i know this is because you mentioned it was um guardians of the galaxy you didn't see it Oh, I've seen I've seen it, but it, I don't have that association See, with that
1: it. opening scene with Peter Quill, Star Lord dancing around. I thought was I was sold hook, line, mm-hmm. and sinker, and the Mom was too. And, and the, that's a big part of that movie is the is the music. But that that's one that just like took me in. And I was like, I am gonna love it every second of this, <laughs> and I did. So what um, about your? I moments?
0: had um, th- again. I I don't have them queued up, but um, yeah. Crash test dummies. What would, what's that? For Dumb and you? Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, no problem. Um, and then I had, I also had the, um, what was the one that you played there? Oh, the Kansas Dust in the Wind. Mm-hmm. That was another one. Um, I don't have them. I don't have them written down or even queued up. But there's a few others that I, they're mainly like from Jim Carrey movies. And I'm like, okay, there's way too many Jim Carrey stuff here. So uh, I, I'm on the spot right now, so I just can't think of it. But those, those were two that I know I looked over. Yeah. All right. Well, all I right.
1: think that's all we've got.
0: Yeah, man, we, this did, one. we did pretty good. I thought this was going to be a full-hour one, but... Uh... No,
1: this about we're at about 40 minutes, and guys, bear with us. We're, this is an idea we're going to continue to work with, uh, associative sound and in clips. We're also going to be playing movie clips in the future and seeing how we react to those. Again, so now that we've learned from each other how we've approached this, we, we can both mold yeah. and then kind of come up with stories, because that's where I initially wanted to go with it, but it's it kind of just form. It's just fun. Half of this is just fun for us to reminisce, and this is for... Yeah, we um, hope you
0: guys are having fun, too. We, we tried to play the songs a little bit longer so that you guys could maybe guess before we, we could say anything. Um, so hopefully the audio came through uh, pretty pretty good on this. Uh, dog, looks like the rain stopped outside. Let's get out there and enjoy well, it. Yeah, let's get our suits on and head down the lake. All right. All right,
1: we'll talk to you. See ya.